again another sad existence on this planet another fat dollar that's what i like to say <laughs> yeah. another day another fat dollar were you making fat dollars today fat dollars we done got paid today Woo, baby. oh yes our one monthly payment direct deposit god that is annoying isn't it weird honestly yeah it is weird i mean going especially from restaurant work where you get paid every fucking day in cash dollar bills yeah. every day and then going from that from once a month like i had no leeway or no middle ground of like maybe once a week or maybe twice a and month out, like a out normal of budget person. at all <laughs> it's literally every day to once a month but now yeah. i really like it took yeah. a, took a long ass time you were like wiping your ass with your dollar bills before and now you have to <laughs> hoard them in a little tiny safe somewhere in the bedroom <laughs> that's right that's a master budgeter now I am a master. Tell budgeter. us how good you are at budgeting. I <laughs> majored in economics. Forgot everything though. Yeah. yeah. But I can do a. You guys love to show off that little trait about yourselves. <laughs> I lo also Everyone's love like, that. Everyone's like, no way. It's so sexy. Do an equation, <laughs> economics equation for me. Yeah. Macro or micro? Oh. Macro. Macro. <laughs> the only, the only, the good, you know what? The only good memories I have from that is we had two teachers. One of them sounded exactly like John Madden from the, you know, the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah. -uh. All right. We'll get into that EA real quick. Sports. And then the other guy sounded like fucking Gandalf yeah. from Lord of the Rings. All right. Wow. So the John Madden guy would be sitting Legends. there plotting. <laughs> The graph, you know, of like supply and demand. And yeah. every time, every single time his supply and demand was about like, what was it? Like cheeseburgers or like chicken like, so wings and We're going to the football game and we got on the Y-axis, we got beers. Oh, okay. Beers. And then on the X-axis, we got time. So the more time that goes by, the more beers that are being drank. We got the supply curve over here. We got the demand curve over here. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> This sounds like a very intricate course into economics. He's like, the more you're alive, the more beers you drink, because it's a fucking sad world, kids. All right. Yeah. So it's like he was trying to, you know, you know, get in with the kids. But yeah. then we had Gandalf as an economics teacher, and that was great. Remember when he was we, like, all right, we got Frodo on this axis, and we got Samwise Gamzee on this axis. No, the sexual tension between the two. <laughs> we got some demand. Uh, Samwise is demanding a lot, a lot of booty clapping from that Frodo, but Frodo don't want it. But the more we get on that, there's no supply. There's zero supply. They're straight. <laughs> Focus on that ring. That don't you remember we... We thought that dude was so much like Gandalf. At his office, we tacked up a oh photo God. of Gandalf on the outside of his fucking thumbtack thing, you know? Yeah. On a, like a little board. And we just left. And we thought he was going to bring it up in class. Never did. Never fucking oh, yeah. brought it up. They're not fun people, the economics professors. Not necessarily. No. John Madden was great. Yeah. Sort like of. beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get beer on it. <laughs> I also love that we studied money, right? Yeah. We studied money. 
but I, I, I think I averaged $18,000 a year until I was 31 and constantly <laughs> was trying to figure out how to make more fucking money. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Jesus. Oh, That's, yeah. You, you learned budgeting by experience, not from any class, <laughs> not from school, but not from sleeping from in your fucking, fucking car. <laughs> Gandalf couldn't fucking, uh, the white wizard couldn't yes. have taught you shit and no, didn't teach got me shit. street budgeting. <laughs> street That's budget. what they call it. Yeah, let's get uh, into it. What are we so, doing okay, here? Okay, all right, all right. Let's 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 do it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're listening right now, you are about to embark on a little property management brothers journey with us. Uh, we are a real estate comedy podcast. Yeah, we are. And I'm sitting here with two property managers who also happen to be twin brothers. We got Jeremy. Hello. And we got Brendan. Hi. And we got me. I'm Hannah. And I'm going to bring these twin property management brothers uh, some stories. And they're going to be stories about all crazy shit about people's dwelling situations and landlords and tenants and murder and sex and violence. Mostly not that stuff. But <laughs> I got a story for you guys. <clears throat> Does it have anything to do with sex or violence? Nope. Oh, but moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I was watching this kid's show with my daughter the other day and... It was a great one of those so ones. the opposite of sex and violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exact opposite. <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck this show was called. Um, something Hunters. Whatever. Anyways, Children's Animation. He <laughs> was probably at Hunters. But um, Children's Animation, whatever. And he was doing all this stuff. It's like supposed to teach kids and shit. But I watch this stuff and I'm like learning how, like more than she is. I'm like, what the fuck? And one of these what the fuck moments was there. They came apart. <laughs> they came upon... These like creatures came like the main characters came upon this animal, and it was a mouse deer. Have you ever heard of this? This is real. Yeah, it's called no. a. The actual word is called chevrotain. 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 Mouse deer. Okay, let, picture this. Picture this, people. Okay. All right. The size of a small cat, body of a deer, <laughs> with hooves. Okay. <laughs> Does it, it have big, hold big up. eyes? <laughs> no. Oh. Hold up. Like body of a deer. Hooves, size of a cat, head of a mouse, with fucking fangs like a vampire bat. <laughs> what? Whoa. Swear to fucking God. I'm not making this up. I watched that episode with the one. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. The God was on, like, his fifth day bender, and he was like, yeah, 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 all right. Like, I'm going to take all that shit, and I'm going to put it in one thing. Give <laughs> yeah. it fangs. <laughs> so yeah, then, he, I, like, God hit that crack rock. He's like... <laughs> We're going to have the fangs of a vampire. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a fucking mm, deer-shaped cat. Yeah, he's like, I've been up for seven days. <laughs> I also like how you pronounce hooves. I think it's hooves. Hooves? 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 It's not hooves. Is it roof? A roof or roofs? Roofs. Well, I can go ahead and say it's not roofs. <laughs> um, anyways, this mouse deer. So I started thinking, you know, like, because sometimes in property management, you know, you get <clears throat> problems with mice and pests, you mm -hmm. know. What if one day I'll quit this job? I'll quit this job right now. I'm taking this down, writing, writing it Jeremy's down. Jeremy's taking yeah. it down. With my if pen. a tenant puts a work order in and says, there's a mouse deer up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they say the actual scientific word, the chevrotin, whatever the fuck it is, I'll quit the job. And you should text me and I'm going over there. I'm capturing that and I'm taking it the fuck home. Yeah. I'm putting a sweater on it and it's going to be my pet. I want it. These things have fangs <laughs> like a snake. 
big ass fangs. Oh god, I gotta look this up, but I can't. Uh, right we'll now. look it anyway, up later. I'm put so it on the gram. Excited. Oh, maybe we put it on the gram. Yeah. Don't make no it's sense. It's weird so. looking. I'm yeah, you're weird still looking. don't really believe it's real. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm watching this animated kids show. I'm like, okay, not good. <laughs> yeah. Start for this real fact that you figured out, but it's all good. It's, it's all real good. and it's terrifying. <laughs> and it will happen to you one day. You'll wake up with a couple of holes in your neck. And I'm mouse deer, dumb bitch you. And now you're a mouse deer vampire. Okay? Honestly, I yeah. can't wait. Sick of this human body. Yeah. I need another form. I'm sick of your yeah. human body. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same body. And I'm so sick of it. So you're sick of yourself. Yes. Man. Moving on. Well, <laughs> my quick update for all the people who care so much is I went back to the dead vultures. Recounted. Oh 74 God. dead vultures. Jesus. And there is a massive bird flu epidemic sweeping the nation right now. That's why eggs are so goddamn expensive. Holy shit. And it's the worst one in U.S. history. That's hilarious. I, I was there for it, and it started at January 6th, which was about the time I saw these dead birds. Jesus I was, Christ. Hannah was there on ground the zero. For those who aren't like, listening, uh, yeah. Jeremy. Kind-hearted Christopher Columbus discovering a <laughs> terrible, terrible thing. Great but, analogy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm not my not. For those who haven't listened to the last episode, Hannah and Jeremy went camping-ish around a lake, and Hannah started seeing a bunch of fucking dead birds. And the original count was, I think, fifty. You said, I yeah. think, last episode, yeah, well, seventy-four. Jesus, and there is actually a bird flu. That's super weird. I just went to the grocery store, so I was a little bit late to eat the Freddy's Freddy's burger, and I no fucking eggs. Really? There's no eggs. That's super weird that you fucking said that. Yeah. The only eggs that were there were like $9.99 for a 12-pack. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? It didn't even look fancy. Damn. <laughs> yeah. it, that should look fancy. Yeah, right. Ten bucks for an egg. But that that is literally completely wiped out. That's wild. Damn. So there's Damn. Damn. flu. Hannah, ground zero. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was caused by Hannah? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But she's got 75 she's birds in the back of her breath. Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, but like being there, like as it was happening. Speaking of, like, like I know th- th- this is a horror story opening already. But like, imagine just being there and you're looking in the sky. It's a nice sunset, and then suddenly, just one bird just hits the ground. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then you look back up, and they just start all coming down. Boom, 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 boom. You literally uh-huh. just described an M Night Shyamalan. Movie. I knew it. Oh, right. oh. Yes. No, I'm no, I'm saying it. But it sounds the like one it, right? he had, the, I bet he read one article about the avian flu that happened this year in January, and he's like, "My next film, birds dropping." Yeah. It's called the happening yeah, too. Because a horror story about birds has never been done before. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alfred, what? <laughs> Bird cock my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred birds. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, do you guys want to go ahead and hop into any stories? Let's get some stories. Yeah. I need them. Stories going? I need them bad. Down. I'm gonna hold on. Right. Let me, I need to pop these. This eat that Freddy's burger. Oh, he's popping the button on his pants. Oh, here we go. Pip pop. Sorry. Oh, and the I'm belly rolls. And the belly kind of, rolls. I need, uh, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you need help. <laughs> Psychological, <laughs> physical. Uh, you'll find it somewhere. Emotional, Not from us, but spiritual. <laughs> Someone will bring you happiness. Or something. Anyway, maybe this podcast <laughs> will bring you happiness. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not so far. Okay. All right. So we're on episode 14. What the fuck? Crazy. Yeah, good number. 
That is wild. Yeah, We've been doing number. this a while. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. Everyone else is asking <laughs> the same question. But this week, we're not looking back. We're looking forward. And this week, y'all, we're going to boarding school. Yeah. Oh, bom, bom. <laughs> gonna get Harry Potter up in your ass, some plaid skirts, little tiny neckties. I obviously didn't go to boarding school. I don't know what the fuck it's like, but I think there's a lot of anal. Wait, oh, that's Catholic school. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the same, really. I'm sure there's anal in all boarding schools. Um, but I mean, you know, y'all get the gist. Super fucking rich shit. And you send your kids away and you drop them at this place and they live there and they go to school there and they do drugs there and they have sex with their teachers there. And like I said, Yummy. didn't go to boarding school, <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. but I think I saw, I saw a porno about it once. So <laughs> Ooh, I think it's required to have sex with your teachers in boarding school. Yes, exactly. And the groundskeepers kind of like there's like several Hagrids walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Big fat dudes. Yeah. You got to, you know, uh, pure boredom. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it. Never mind. I've heard some things. Yeah. Not from pornos, Hannah. Jesus, keep it classy. <laughs> from Harry Potter fanfic, though, yeah. which oh, is the classier shit. version of my boarding school pornos. I have to, I got to send you something, guys. Okay. I'll, I'll send you guys both some, some Harry Potter shit. Oh, man. Is it your own personal fanfiction that you write about yourself? I drew it all. And it was one of those like, you know, those yeah, like notebooks where you like flip you thumb through the notebook and it gets, you know, yeah. those skateboarding thingies that, you know, little tiny pictures, you know what I'm talking about? Does yeah. anybody know what I'm talking about? I know. Does you. anybody know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. I did that. Flip book. Flip book. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter. Fan fiction flip book. Wow. So specific. <laughs> I am not kidding. I had a friend who came out as gay to me when she was about nineteen. And With I remember a flip book? <laughs> no, no. But I asked Sorry. her, I was like, how did you realize you were gay? And she was like, because I found myself always reading Harry Potter fanfic with Jenny Weasley and Hermione. And she was like, it got me more turned on than any other thing. So then I started experimenting with women and now I'm like full-fledged lesbian. Oh, that's Holy awesome. Shit. <clears throat> also, yeah. Jenny Weasley... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not into redheads, huh? Plain nah, Jane. Nah, it's not nah. about redheads. It's all about plain Jane heads. My God. No. Boring. I think it is about redheads because if I see a redhead, I just see my Aunt Sheila. Oh. Um, who Jeremy likes to describe her as what, Jeremy? Uh, she's a she's a cigarette. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that thought. She's a cigarette <laughs> with two legs and half a heartbeat. <laughs> And you're telling me you don't want to have sex with her? Oh, woohoo! Any redhead? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I can, I can see redheads are beautiful, but I just see that cigarette with a heartbeat underneath that hair. Boom, boom, dead. Was a green. And she was toothless. She's fifty. Toothless and anyway. a self-proclaimed prostitute. <laughs> She's never That's, turned one trick. That's true. Oh, let's, let's go. Let's get into some stories. Right, that right. wasn't even a fucking joke. Story time. <laughs> Enough about Sheila. Um, all right. So let's get into our first story here. So the year is 1984. Good year. And we are in Wallingford, Connecticut. And it's we are attending the incredibly prestigious boarding school, Choate Rosemary Hall. 
Choked Rosemary Gall. Hall. Hall. <laughs> choked, that's not a good start. Right? Choked. I know. Oh, choked. Yeah, but for I such a... I said choked, like, <clears throat> sexually. Oh, or no. murdery. Choke or... Joke? I'm uh, sorry. C-H-O-A-T-E. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I didn't think a prestigious boarding school would sound so much like a micro penis. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. We're moving <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. on. It's not a micro penis. It's a micro thick penis. Oh, right. Because a micro penis can just be a tiny... Yeah, with, with tiny fangs. Little... <laughs> Little mouse deer. A little cocktail peanut on the end of uh, okay, okay, so Choate Rosemary Hall. It was founded in 1890, so that it has been a high-class prep school for over 100 years. And it has graduates that include John F. Kennedy, Ivanka Trump, and Michael Douglas. So I can't speak to what it cost in 1984, but if you wanted to attend boarding school at Choate in 2023, it would cost you nearly $66,000 for the year. In what year? This year. This Damn. Year. Yeah. So you're talking like a high school, 66,000 yeah. a year? Holy, oh. oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. My college was oh, free. Oh, oh, oh. It's not this is high school, Christmas yeah. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Christmas. Yeah, no, it's ago. high school. I'm saying I, my <laughs> college was free. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what do we know about super rich kids with wealthy parents who are also absent? Cocaine. They fucking love drugs. Oh, <laughs> nice call, Brandon. Caught it. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, so I would like to introduce you to a fella named Derek Otis. So Derek was a student at the boarding school and he was on scholarship. He recounts showing up on the move-in day, seeing parents dropping their kids off in literal helicopters. Oh, wow. Uh, while he was getting dropped off in an old Dodge sedan. So... Oh, Derek, Derek, he didn't really have a ton of friends. He didn't really fit in. He was what they called a townie. Um, you know, he's there on scholarship. But he did have one really good friend whose name was Matt. And Matt's parents lived in Venezuela. So every time Matt would go to visit them, he would come back with little amounts of marijuana for himself. Uh, and eventually word spread about Matt's little Venezuelan adventures. And pretty soon there were dozens of students putting in drug orders with Matt. Damn. So the students would give him the cash. Matt would return from Venezuela with weed or coke or whatever they were into at the time, right? So it's like these days with California. Any, any anyone yeah. who goes to California, you're like whoa, 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 mm-hmm. and you slip them a shopping list. Yeah, it's like when our family uh, drove down from Massachusetts and they didn't bring weed. You remember? Yeah. And I berated yeah. all of them. I was like, all right, fine, I'll go to the fucking neighbor, knock on some random dude's door in the get. And risk my fucking life for this <laughs> quarter ounce of weed. And then, uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I should tell this story, but not outing anybody, but a certain part of person in our family contacted a certain boyfriend in the family who was growing weed in their backyard and they overnighted an ounce of weed. No, I didn't ask for that. I was just berating them for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, that shit showed up on the doorstep <laughs> yeah. next day. FedEx. Wow. Yeah, that shows crush flower. <laughs> how comfortable they are with weed. Yes, like, uh, exactly. To put it in an overnight package and just be like, yeah, no biggie. I'm just gonna like run to the post office now. I'd have to think about that for like eight weeks to get up the courage. <laughs> I know. I would like, you know, like buy tons of supplies, like hide it and weird <laughs> shit. Anyway, goddamn. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's go. So, we're gonna go back to our buddy Derek. All right, so Derek started accompanying Matt on his Venezuela trips. And he started to get a taste of this cool guy status. And he also started to get a taste of cocaine. 
And so pretty soon, Derek was using blow regularly. He retells the story about how him and Matt went to go to the movie theater to see the movie Scarface. And they actually had to walk out halfway through to do lines in the bathroom. Like they were on um, that kind of shit. Yeah. Jesus. So Derek, he was looking to fit in. He was in need of some extra cash. He was also in need of some coke. And so he decided he was going to go rogue and use Matt's connections to take this prep school drug ring to the next level. (laughs) (laughs) So Derek lets everyone know that he's going on a little transcontinental drug run, puts together a list of the prep school students who want a piece of his cocaine haul, and then he gathers money from each of them. So we're talking about high schoolers. Jesus. He is 17. I yeah. forgot. God. <laughs> yeah. I I was studying five hours a night. <laughs> yeah. I didn't touch alcohol until I was 19. practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No alcohol until 19. I was like smoking resin out of my bowl, like in the woods. You know, that crunchy old shit. Like despicable. I wasn't flying to Venezuela. <laughs> a- to... Absolutely despicable, Jesus. Hannah. I if my that. mother... Our mother, looking at <laughs> you, Brenda. Looking at me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think it's cute. Your little live resin bowls in the woods. It was not live resin. It was old. Oh, resin from that's like dirt weed months before mids. Yep. If you um, will. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Derek and his girlfriend they book these cheap flights to Venezuela, and they book a cheap little meeting with some of the local coke dealers. And they go in on about one <laughs> pound of sweet Venezuelan nose candy. What the fuck? A pound? That seems like a That's fuck. That's a lot. Though. That's a lot of money. That's I don't, a lot. I don't know anything about Coke, but that seems but like a shitload of money. These motherfuckers we'll are, it. remember, remember the, the kids being helicoptered in on their first yeah, day. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. They don't have... Yeah, they yeah, don't have time for money. Just give me a little time you over. Here's seven grand. Like... Um, <laughs> So the next day they fly back to their little fancy schmancy boarding school and everything is just fine and it's dandy until they land at JFK International Airport. And within moments of them stepping off the plane, they're approached and searched by two law enforcement officers. And because Derek is a dumbass 17-year-old, he has the cocaine and baggies everywhere. It's like in his jean pockets, in his coat pockets, it's in his suitcase. It's like he has it everywhere except where it should be, which is in his butthole. (laughs) <laughs> and so what they did find in his butthole was tell her twinkies <laughs> venezuelan fresh twinkies yeah which is a strange place to completely put. melted yeah yeah anyone ever had a melted twinkie not good uh-uh i have you've had a melted why Where? would you melt it it was out in the sun for too long so you had a, a uh like somewhat of a sunny melted twinkie maybe it was laying on the driveway somewhere yep were you tweaking why in god's name i was <laughs> tweaking for twinkies <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome that's like a nice children's book tweaking for twinkies yeah like cuckoo for cocoa puffs that's exactly yes because yes, i just bought cocoa puffs yeah that's what happens when you grow up <laughs> um okay so the cherry on top of this snowy sunday is the law enforcement officers also found Derek's list of his fellow boarding school cokeheads, a list of 15 students, first and last names, how much money they paid him, and how much cocaine he was going to give them. Worst (laughs) fucking dealer ever. (laughs) Worst traveling dealer. Good God, Derek. (laughs) So all in all, because cocaine was so much cheaper in Venezuela, the American street value of what Derek brought back was $300,000 worth of cocaine. Uh, wow. Wow. 
That's wow. He's going to jail. You're going to jail now. Which he's probably just going back to boarding school, actually. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> some, say, some they, 17 year old fines. Right. Well, exactly. So because Derek was 17 years old, he avoided a 15 year prison sentence. Instead, he was charged with five years of probation and 5,000 hours of community service, which is a lot of community service, but. So hold up. You're telling me if. You're Twinkie fiddled with prison. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, oh, lordy. no, I guess what you're saying is if you're a big drug dealer, you should get a bunch of high school kids to do your runs, right? I guess. I mean, yeah, I was thinking gonna... about my daughter one day, you know what I'm saying? You oh, know, Brendan. Get her to do some runs and she only has got to do a tiny bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it worth it for her, you know, when she gets out. You'll pay for her college? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm already going to tell her not to go to college. Don't go to college! Uh, <laughs> Let, let Run coke know. for me across borders <laughs> instead. Yeah, so what a as good for the rest of the rich chote coat heads on the list, they were expelled to their clear involvement. Sorry. Oh, my God. As for the rest of the rich chote coke heads on that list, they were expelled due to their clear involvement with the international drug ring. But because they're rich and white, it essentially had no effect on their lives. They all lead fancy schmancy lives they work in uh, prestigious industries even one of them is the executive producer of good morning america whoa, but wow. they all probably still have a secret coke habit oh my fucking god <laughs> that's so that's what's going on in boarding schools oh yeah every single one of them all i can think about Never. was who like the property management side of boarding schools how do you deal with these fucking rich ass kids? Oh yeah, you know I what I mean, and how know. fucking privileged and entitled they are. I don't think there's a property manager. There's just like two janitors, all right, on 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 staff. And they're handling all the nonsense, you know. Yeah, and like they're the property managers on duty, essentially. So they're, you're equating our job to janitorial services. <laughs> yes, yeah, actually, just absolutely fine. All, all of our janitor listeners, Brennan's very kind to the janitor. Hey, I'm saying they... I am a janitor. Janitor of people. Oh. got to clean up this mess <laughs> here and there. I got to wash this out. I got to flush monologue? this down. I'm monologuing, baby. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I would say I think a janitor <laughs> probably makes more than I do at my nonprofit job, so... Cheers to him. Cheers. Brennan's saying that all people are a bunch of trash and he's got to clean them up, basically. Uh, oh, oh, the trash people. You just say just everybody. Oh, everyone is trash. Yeah. yeah. Did you see how hit is there? Including us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, yeah. we, we are is trash. We're is. Wait, wait. wait. We are, we are trash. Trash of the what? people. I think that's trash. our song. It's a U2 song. It's we are, are, we are. We're, 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 I just want to clarify, Jeremy, you're garbage. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah. Trash. Okay, so garbage <laughs> is a little worse, maybe? Yeah. Because it hits harder? <laughs> with the boot garbage. Yeah. What is Hannah, then? Refuse? Aww. Hannah's actually <laughs> not garbage at all. Oh, Your brother's so nice to me. Aww. Hannah's recycling. Oops. Oh. Like, Some sounds bad there, but I'm not going to dig into it. Oh, All no, right. I didn't mean it like that. No. <laughs> Just about... used over and over oh, and over. That would, that's, you know, if I was doing that as on purpose, that would have been a great-ass joke. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But no, I was thinking, like, you know, recycling, you know, the more refined 
garbage. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, the spark. So that one. refined garbage that China won't take anymore? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you're unwanted by Chinese officials, Aunt Hannah. Ah, so. there's something there. Maybe. Some kind of We don't need form. to keep getting into it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right, our next story. Elizabeth Gilpin is her name. Perfect. And Elizabeth Gilpin, uh, she was 15 years old, and she acted like any classic 15-year-old, right? She was an asshole to her parents. She smoked a little weed from time to time. Maybe a lot of weed, but, like, who's counting? So Elizabeth ended up attending a boarding school in Virginia called Carlbrook. Carlbrook was nestled into 200 acres in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains, except Elizabeth didn't show up to Carlbrook in a car. She didn't show up to Carlbrook on a bus. Elizabeth got to Carlbrook after she was kidnapped in the middle of the night by two people in all black, dragged out of her room while her father watched, thrown in the back of an SUV, and driven across state lines into the Virginia wilderness. See, Brendan, that's what you need to do with Ohana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, your daughter. Yeah. Holy shit. Hold the fucking phone. I just listened to a long-ass podcast about this. Well, you're about to listen to me talk about it some more. No, but, but no, no, I'm excited about this. Not not this person, but just this idea. Just oh, c- yeah. continue. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. So then I you probably heard of this. Uh, so Elizabeth had been enrolled against her will at Carlbrook. It was a, quote, therapeutic behavior modification boarding school for troubled teens. Yes. That's, that's oh. one way to go. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Beating Jeez. the silly out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Beating the gay out of them. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, So the first phase of the behavior modification was three months in wilderness therapy, which are you all familiar with wilderness therapy? I just fucking listened to this. No, so you throw a fucking kid in the wilderness with a guy maybe named Chuck or Dan or Billy. Classic, yes. Whatever, and he teaches in the ropes. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Kind I have of. no fucking clue. I was just making I've, some shit up. Yeah, teaches them the ropes was a weird way. But yeah. Hey, come on down. We're going to gather up a shitload of avian flu dead birds. Yeah, you're going to pick up the birds. We're going to make some bird flu stew. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound fun. No, we watched, do you remember we watched a reality show about this? Where they take these like Instagram oh, influencer shit. fuckheads and they like throw them in wilderness therapy and they're just like, I don't want to do this. But they where's they, my they cell phone? Th- they up. think they're going to a fucking reality show resort. This is a thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is a real thing. What the fuck was it called? I can't remember. I hold up, hold up. Can we watch this after this? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would fucking it is love to watch. Pretty that. rewarding. I mean. <laughs> Watching yeah. these fuckheads crying, yeah. crying. crying. Oh, the oh that's so great! And so they all pack like these massive suitcases, and then they just drop them in the middle of nowhere, and they have to like drag their huge suitcases with like twelve pairs of shoes, and it's incredible. Oh my god! Anyway, there's a wilderness <laughs> therapy. You know, I I just listened to this not that long ago. I don't remember what the what it was, but yeah, I um already forgot. So yeah, I mean, it's all just within <laughs> that like tough, it really did all. tough love camp right? right it's like throw them out there they learn how to just be with themselves and live off the land and they get new appreciation for life and blah 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 blah. anyway so yeah i mean we're talking like heavyweights if anyone's ever seen that movie early 90s all right all right very very early reference heavyweights have you seen heavyweights oh, yeah, Anna? yeah of course all right. and who's the director writer producer brennan i don't know but uh tell us more about uh, judd apatow heavyweights. judd apatow yeah right what was he the writer who <laughs> Okay, what? What did he say? <laughs> well, who was it? 
Whatever. Yes, it is. It was. Yes. <laughs> Nailed I it. Got it. All right. Ben's still our best role of his fucking life. Yeah. All right. If anyone wants a taste of what's about to happen right now, go watch Heavyweights. <laughs> Stop the podcast. Go watch Heavyweights. <laughs> well, no, back. I mean, I've heard of wilderness therapy being super effective, like when people actually are good at it and like know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But the the wilderness theory, therapy that Elizabeth was embarking on is not of the good kind. Okay. So the black SUV just drops her in the middle of the woods. They strip search her. They drug test her. And they assigned her with the number 13 as her name. What is this, the Holocaust? Right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, like Stranger Things. Um, so oh, each yeah. night she hiked and camped with a chaperone and various other troubled teens. She was given dehydrated food until she earned the privileges of actual hot cooked meals. And her shoes were taken away from her every night so that she didn't run away. Nobody needs shoes. Yeah. What if run, she had bitch. thick soles? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So after <laughs> after three months of being in the woods, Elizabeth was given the privilege of attending Carlbrook, which honestly just sucked way worse than being out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so upon her arrival, she was strip searched again. And then she was enforced to engage she was forced to engage in this little Carlbrook exercise called smooshing. What? So they would force her to cuddle with multiple adult staff members, <sighs> both male and female, all night. Oh, I don't know why. Oh no, smooshing. The smooshing is that's yeah. I, I imagine like rubbing genitals and smooshing them on each other. That was other, probably I, happening. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my lord. Oh god. It's the way you put your fingers up and squish them together, like you were, you know, like you had a some sort of paste in between your fingers, and then you're saying genitals. Yeah. Made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for good reason. And the way you described it also made me uncomfortable. So yeah. <laughs> we all lose. All right. <laughs> so students had to attend this brutal group therapy session very regularly where the therapist would just berate them and encourage other students to insult each other as a way to battle their demons. Oh, Jesus Christ. And just wow. a little side note, this was actually a tactic that was learned from Cyanon, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And Cyanon was a drug rehab center from the 50s that literally became a cult by the 1970s. Oh. So this place just a few years ago was using tactics that they learned from like cult religions as a way of battling these normal teenagers and her demons. It's all very fucked. Cult religion <laughs> drugs and then yeah. battling just teenage, like, yeah. Yeah, right, uh, right. It's unbelievable. So um, she was consistently called a whore and a drug addict, despite the fact that she was an actual virgin who had just, like, smoked a little pot a few times. And then once the students were even forced to physically fight each other as part of this fucked-up gladiator-style team-building workshop that the boarding school had them do. Wait, hold on. What the fuck? Explain this. Are you explaining this? The gladiator style workshop? It was a workshop um, and it was a life raft workshop. And I've heard the like philosophical theory of the life raft where it's like, who deserves to be on the life raft? But this, they made them fight for their own position on the life raft Jeez. Oh, wow okay jeebus so they're just like taking real shit and like warping it because they're bored it sounds like like <laughs> yeah. they're like make them bloody each other up a bit oh <laughs> it's oh my education. god <laughs> education yeah. education would be crazy Honestly, education right. was an emotional bloody up for me i tell you 
Yeah, minus the blood, though. Emotional bloody. Oh, up. emotionally bloody. I'm sorry I missed the emotional part. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> so as anyone can probably imagine, Elizabeth ended up way more fucked up because of Carl Brook. Really? Yeah! <laughs> I know. Surprise, surprise. So she went from being an occasional weed smoker to being addicted to heroin and cocaine, suffering a lot of daily trauma that she endured at this boarding school. Um, after some time, she eventually got clean. She began acting, and she actually wrote a memoir exposing her experience at Carl Brook, which is where I found a lot of Damn, these stories yeah. from. Um, so Carl Brook, it has since shut down, but boarding schools like this still exist all over the fucking country, including Provo Canyon School in Utah. And this is actually the one where the one and only Paris Hilton went. Oh, Paris Hilton. Oh shit! Yes, I did hear yeah. something about this. Is she this. Mormon? I mean, nope. It was it was a very similar like troubled teen boarding school. Like shipped them off. She, very similarly, like she was kidnapped in the middle of the night from her room. She was seventeen years old. Sent to Provo. She was beaten, drugged, abused, put in solitary oh confinement. Oh my god! For some reason, I feel so much worse for Paris Hilton, right? Than for uh, this Elizabeth girl, you know. <laughs> Because you have an emotional connection to Paris Hilton. Yes. Because I've you had a poster of I've Paris Hilton. I've seen her face in magazines. No, you had a poster. You had a poster. <laughs> serious. Are you fucking with us? Oh, definitely. No, oh, oh. I, no he is not it's fucking. Like, it's, sorry. It's like the idea of the when Kobe Bryant died, everyone's like, you know, when the people who never watched basketball in their whole fucking life were like, I feel for Kobe Bryant and his fucking family. I'm like, you don't feel for shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't I give mean, a fuck? Yeah. I do think it's fascinating, though, because, like, Paris Hilton left being, like, drugged and beaten and abused and, like, in solitary confinement and then was like, I'm going to flip this on its head and I'm going to make an entire empire out of being, like, pink and sparkly and, like, talking like this and, like, dumb. I mean, like, she's rich as shit. And then deep inside of her is like so much bullshit, dark trauma. Like anyway, yeah, she's a fascinating human being to that's, me. You know what's weird yeah. about this? Or is I haven't thought about a Paris Hilton in fucking years. And I don't want to be this kind of podcast. But about like literally three days ago, um, I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned Paris Hilton like uh, not doing the baby voice. And there was a video out there. I looked it up. And yeah, she was just like at the airport, just normal ass voice. Being like, yeah. yeah, I just were waiting for somebody to come up. So, hey, Bob, can I get another cigarette? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, That's hot. Hey, I think it is. Paris Hilton. <laughs> can I have a cheeseburger? <laughs> she, the bitch is hiding cheeseburgers underneath her bra, oh, <laughs> under her tongue. So, you know, Excuse the moral me. to this story is that in every big, beautiful, picturesque exterior, there's some fucked up shit going on inside. Yeah, boys. I just can't. Yeah, these poor kids and their living conditions. My fucking gosh. Yeah, right. Gosh darn it. Golly yeah. gee. Wow. It's more of the people, the, the <laughs> children, the teenagers who are getting literally kidding. Like, that's the thing. It's like this whole teen rehabilitation shit it, yeah. that's still going on, but it was like big in the 90s or some shit. I can't remember exactly what it was. But um, it's still going on. The idea of literally parents consenting to the idea to this company whatever it is whether it's a school or whatever it's a company of kidnapping them in the middle of the night so they're disoriented purposely disoriented to go to these uh to go to this board like you know whatever in this case the boarding school or whatever but yeah. what if they like 
broke into their room in the middle of the night and then it's like the kid having sex with the stepdad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but like what number one fantasy of Anna. <laughs> they're just like everyone's standing there in all black like the suvs running in the, the lawn they're like oh we'll just like wait i guess <laughs> yeah. what did if they you bro- see the tie on the doorknob <laughs> yeah. fucking my step kid we came what did they the broke window. in and it was the 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 karate kid and they kicked everybody's ass. He bagged their heads, tied them together, took them on a retreat. Boom. Flip it yeah. and reverse it. <laughs> a retreat to hell. Karate kid. Family-friendly flick. <laughs> I love that story, and I also hate it. It's terrible. Yeah. You're bringing us t- horrible, horrible, disgusting things. Why would you do this to us? I'm enjoying I'm it. I feel like this is... Usually what's happening. But, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's better than what I was going to do, which was nursing homes. <laughs> yeah. Hannah Woo! did share one of those stories That's to us. Dark, dark shit going and, on yes. in those. Which... So dark. I, I did a little dance because I couldn't even take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did... Ooh, baby. It was like a hot, cold dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That is fucked. You walked out of the room in the middle of me telling you that one story, which... Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy danced out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear dance. the story... Email us, propertymjimtbrothers at gmail.com. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll happily tell it, but not here. <laughs> All right. So we're, let's, let's in that case, let's end this with a little lighthearted story. Thank God. It's not going to sound lighthearted. Short and light. <laughs> Just not my kidnapping of and coke and drugs and <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, think, I do think my version of lighthearted is a little warped at this point in my life. Okay. <laughs> so for our final story today, we are going to head to a boarding school in Kenya. Mm. <laughs> Asia. Oh God! <laughs> Kidding. Um. So, what do we want to name our main character here from the boarding school? Ben. Ben. All right. Ben. He's at boarding school in Kenya. Um. And so Ben was in this boarding school from age nine to sixteen, and his boarding school was at the edge of Lake Nakuru National Park in Kenya. So one night, it's the middle of the night, all the kids are asleep. And they're all woken up at the same time by this like thundering, trumpeting sound. The ground is fucking shaking. There's loud noises crackling through the campus. And it turned out to be a rogue elephant from the national park that had broken through the fence and into the boarding school and was on a straight up rampage to destroy some prep school shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love this. (laughs) Bumping around. All hell is breaking loose. Um... Folks started firing AK-47s like at the elephant and this then like is- in the air to try and distract it and keep it away from the school, which like feels <laughs> way more traumatizing <laughs> than like getting stampeded by an elephant. This but- is lighthearted with the AKs when they came <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> AKs and elephants. Uh, yeah, shit's different in Kenya. Um, <clears throat> so there was a shit ton of like screaming and crying. All these kids are freaking out. Eventually this helicopter shows up and this is all in the middle of the night. And it shoots down a tranquilizer dart at the elephant, which caused it to do this like wobbly, aggressive sprint directly at the dorm halls. And then it crashed down just two meters from Ben's dorm room door. So that happens. It's like a fucking earthquake. Ben and all the kids at this boarding school are freaking the fuck out. Because I mean, (laughs) people are like firing guns and there's like an elephant. Everyone's screaming. Like it's very traumatizing. So (laughs) the boys run over to the girls dorm room on the other side of the building. They're all screaming. They're all crying together. They're like laying on the ground, holding each other, like thinking this is going to be the end of them. 
one of them starts fingering the other. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> when you think it's the end of your life, you're going to embark on some crazy shit. Yeah. You know? Get it over with. Booty clamp. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. At this point, it's still the middle of the night, mind you. There's this big ass crane that shows up and it comes to like a lift. Big bird? No, no, like a machine crane. Oh, the excavator kind of thing? Yeah. Excavator. Yes. Because we got a sleeping elephant. And you can't just like push a oh, sleeping elephant. Wait, oh, so shit, the elephant went to sleep. Did I miss this? Did tranquilized. I miss this? Got tranquilized and smashed into it. the door. I know it was only 10 seconds ago, but I missed that part. Your eyes uh, do look a little glazed. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we had wine before this one. <laughs> so if you also had wine and you're listening, what just happened? An elephant got tranquilized, fell down right in front of the dorm hall. <laughs> Everyone's fucking scared. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loving the recaps of this lighthearted story about a poor oh, elephant. Like, <laughs> so giant crane shows up. Brendan's like, oh, the bird. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I like birds. We were talking about birds earlier. Bird yeah. flu. <laughs> Chicken eggs. Just, took a, just a big ass dump of bird flu right on the elephant, right? Yeah. <laughs> a big, big bird flu dump. So this this big ass crane, the machine, not the spindly tiny ass little bird. Excuse me. <laughs> it lifts up this sleeping elephant off the quad where it's just kind of like laying there limp. Um, and then it loads it into this big ass truck and it just transports the elephant back to the preserve. But that night... All the boys and all the girls, they're all so fucking scared that all the boys slept on the girl's side of the co-ed door, or on the side, on... So, I'm starting over. So, that night, all the boys, they're freaking out, so they slept on the girl's side of the dorm, because they were just, like, so deeply traumatized by... The fucking assault rifles and like a 13,000 pound, pound creature almost crushing them to smithereens. And so they just stayed like super scared that night, all sleeping on the same hall together away from the door. And then they stayed scared for the next night and they stayed scared for the next night until eventually the headmasters of the school were just like, fuck it. Y'all can just keep sleeping in the same side of the dorm. And that's when it became the first co-ed dorm at that boarding school and it was all because of a rogue elephant death threat <laughs> what the fuck oh man that, yeah. that, like that story could have gone <laughs> any fucking direction <laughs> you were like really like, and that's when six teenagers became pregnant you know? yeah, you know, like, and they gave birth on the grasslands of kenya <laughs> and uh elephant and fed it to the elephant back on the reserve yeah all of the un or all of the the babies. The babies. The babies. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys know, I've done some researches on elephants. Yeah? Okay, before I was an econ major, I was a uh, <laughs> the, the one that studies animals. And I uh, took this <laughs> class about wild game. Okay, stay with me. <laughs> so elephants, you got to oh, shoot God. them be between the eyes. Okay. And they uh -oh. love fresh meat. So when you got that Yuri. popped out preemie, because they're children, you oh. pop out the, yeah, pop, 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 pop. I'm going to cut this I'm off stopping, and tell yeah. you a real fact about yeah. elephants. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I just heard this literally a few days ago. Elephants are the only mammals on earth that have four knees. 
Wow. Don't they have four legs? Four knees. Each leg? They got four legs. They got a knee each leg. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though, because, like, other, what the like... Fuck? But like you think about a dog, cats, cats it's have, like a dog's got the, the, the back leg is like a fucking 45 degree angle-ish. And then the front legs are kind of knee-like, maybe. No, they got some elbows. I, I can't elbows. think of anything right now. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, the, an elephant's <laughs> legs like bend all the same way. Like a dog's go. They got different kinds of, that's why elephants <laughs> trot. Because they got their four fucking knees. Imagine you, Jeremy, Hannah, got four <laughs> knees. Both of y'all on I these look, soapboxes. <laughs> I look crazy-eyed right now. You do they also like... paint photos, and they're very loving creatures. I and love they care elephants. for their young, like, human mothers care for their babies. So, you know, they don't really need to be shot between the eyes. Four knees. <laughs> Moving on to the next segment. creatures. No, it's true. Elephants are <laughs> unbelievable creatures. I want. I want to meet one day. And have you ever met an elephant? What? Yeah, yeah. His name was really? Stuart. Really? Yeah. The fuck? Did you call him Stu? Oh yeah. Well, I or, called him Stu. Like or Wart. We kind of had like a thing actually. <laughs> oh yeah. So I called it like when I got to know each other like that. Yeah, I called yeah. him Stu. <clears throat> hold up. Hold up. Oh Stu. <laughs> oh Stu. You did that? No, I never. No, I'm knew, hella I've never jealous. met an elephant. <laughs> the way you phrase oh. that, you're like, I really want to like meet one one day. <laughs> I just made me shake his little uh, knee hand. <laughs> Anna's got such a thing for knees. Yeah, since I got these big fat ones right here. Exactly. Uh, maybe what else right, you got maybe there? Maybe I got something. It's a next door. It's a next door thing. We all know what next door is. Can you actually uh, explain it to me again? I forgot. And for some sort audience. of a, they got to create a social media thing for everything. So we got like a social media idea for your neighbors and shit. You have a profile. You can post things. It's very fucking annoying. And I'm, I'm, but mainly, sometimes it could be beneficial. Sometimes it's, it's like if you're next door, if you if you're a part of next door and it's your street. And some shit's going down for some reason. A neighbor posts something. I feel like that would be, it could be beneficial. Well, that's like, yeah. Like I posted the other day being like, hey, everyone, anybody got a wheelbarrow? No responses, no likes, no nothing. But then like someone posts like, stop putting your dog's poop in my trash can. And there's like 89 <laughs> comments about like discourse about whether Jesus. this is morally ethical or not. Like <laughs> yeah. anyway, but there's Hannah some... still don't have a fucking wheelbarrow to borrow. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that idea. It's like if I just brought up the idea of Yelp, you're like, that could be that could be beneficial. But it's yeah. the internet, so we 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 like yeah, we could figure out what restaurant is good and you know <laughs> fuck no, it's bad. Next door. <laughs> we ruin everything. Humans ruin everything. It's true. <laughs> the title of this next door um thing is called In Search of a Minister for My Cat's Wedding. No. Jesus no. Christ. Any thoughts? No. no My thought thoughts. is no. <laughs> no, no, fuck no. Please no. I'm looking for a cat-loving preacher that can marry my cat with my neighbors. Period. Oh, my God. <laughs> they fell in love six months ago and have been sort of hiding the relationship. <sighs> my cat graduates from kitten in her garden. Let me... Not kindergarten, kitten or garden. So she's marrying off a minor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to go for? Kitten or garden? No, kitten or garden. 
My cat graduates from kindergarten this Sunday, so we are looking for the following weekend. My cat prefers a simple Mormon wedding with no frills. Oh. A simple Mormon wedding? Those two things don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> How about Mormon cat? No, none of it goes together. Yeah. Thanks in advance. It's the end of my story. Oh Jesus. my God. I wish people would stop forcing animals to do things they never wanted to do. Like have a Mormon wedding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like go to kindergarten. <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> that cat graduated. Okay. That cat graduated. Mm -hmm. yeah. We should be proud of that yeah. cat. That online using cat. The I think it would be a kitten because it's still in kitten garden. Kitten in a <laughs> kitten garden. Oh god! <laughs> yeah. And then you get married off, and then the other cat just so smug comes over. You know, three weeks later after the fucking you know wedding, starts being a cat, beating her. You know, because that's what cats do. And then they, she beats him. And there's just a lot of beating. Yeah. It's cat love for you. <laughs> I, I have always kind of wanted to get ordained. And I just have this thought now, like, what if you could just, like, run up on people and marry them? You know, like, against oh, their shit. will. I guess you I guess you need their consent to be married. But if I was ordained, because I'd just, like, approach two people drunkenly at a party and be like, Haha, here's a joke for you. And then marry their ass. <laughs> That's a fucking funny idea. That's yeah. a great ass joke. I love it. Yeah, maybe they just, do it. Like Red Rover, Red Rover. You're stuck together forever, bitch. Oh! <laughs> I love that. It's like serving papers. I got another one if you guys want. It's, you know. Yeah, give it to us. I'm done. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the next yeah, door yeah. thing, I'm you know. Down. We got yeah, like, yeah. 52. Okay, <clears throat> this one's a, it was posted in Crime and Safety. Okay, title, Inconsiderate Farting. <laughs> <That's>, no. <laughs> it's a safety hazard. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you're near Brandon over here. Yesterday, I was on one of my evening walks when I passed someone in their front yard talking on the phone. As I walked by, said person passed gas rather loudly without even trying to conceal it. Oh. Naturally, this upset me and ruined my train of thought. Oh, my God. Not to mention, God. it smelled. <laughs> How the fuck did she smell that? She was on a walk. That's yeah. impossible. <laughs> yeah. These people, they're out of control. This is next door. We're still doing next door We're shit, We're doing another right? next door thing, yes. Holy shit. Out of control. God. If it you feel like you need to break wind, please do it in a place that won't affect passersby. Oh, my God. If you go outside, please go to your backyard or another place that's away from the public eye. Let's all work to make our community better. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> that is oh no oh no they, i bet you that person is still just like if somebody comes on her lawn and like you know on her on her property and she shoots them all right bleeding out on the front lawn it's my American right to shoot that motherfucker so y'all all those motherfuckers Next day, gotta watch him bleed out on the front lawn. No. But me can't smell no farts. If I smell a fart, I'll fucking put it on next door. <laughs> she, she seems like the type who would like, yeah, shoot you in your front lawn and then be like, can you go bleed somewhere else? <laughs> like, I don't want to have to see it. <laughs> in the privacy of your own backyard. That is also the only reason it could have smelled that bad is because she was lingering in it. The only reason, if she you're on a fucking... She must have stopped and been like, 
disgusting. Move on, lady. Yeah, move on. She was on an evening walk. She was moving on. It's, That's yeah. what's literally exactly. impossible to smell that. Oh, it's I'm impossible. sorry. Yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> I've tested it out. Uh, my daughter, a lot of farts, just constantly. Yeah, no, me too. testing out farts. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's, I, abuse. I, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I'm reporting. You. Is, it a, <laughs> is it abuse if you fart in a five year old's? I'm face? not farting on her or on her face or I am though. But I'm just farting, <laughs> and she's constantly be like, "I don't smell it." That's what she does. She's like, "I don't smell it." I'm like, "Really?" Because damn, she wants to smell it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, she's at that age. Remember me and you at that age? I don't remember. Desperate. I don't remember you. Have a fart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're young. You're young, dumb, and broke. Yeah. And then you know? years later, you get <laughs> addicted to drugs, and like that's usually what comes first: the uh, gateway drug, sniffing farts. Oh no! <laughs> All right, guys. I love this one. Boarding schools, poor children. Yeah. Poor I know. whoever the fuck <laughs> has to run it that. It sounded shit. like you said. A boarding schools. Yeah, that's what I thought it was too. <laughs> no, I said as boarding cools. Cool <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what? take a little advice from Brendan <laughs> and don't send your kids to school, period. Yes. You should take Oana out. She could be a feral child. Rummaging if around. Anyone, if anyone wants to hear farting. more of my opinion, email us at <laughs> propertymgmtbrothers at gmail.com. Or on Instagram, you know, same thing. Property MDMT brothers. That I mean, that that's it. He's selling it. He's selling it hard. You also hard get, you go to Brendan's uh, blog. It's Fun Dad sixty nine. Oh yeah. God! What if that actually exists? It definitely does. Oh, oh I, my there's God. a that, Fun Dad sixty nine. That out does there. not exist. Um, Jeremy probably. I read it every day. Yeah. Did that? Did you think you? that was me? <laughs> Like you said, who this else to me. would it be? You're the only fun dad I know. 69 in constantly. I am a fun dad. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You guys uh, are great. I love that. Ciao. Yeah, see, you <laughs> see you next week. Bye bye. I mean, two weeks. <laughs>